We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Speaking of rapid fire, you ready to do it, Vince? Always. I am prime <laughs> and ready. All right. So, in a latest report from the Sports Business Journal, if Notre Dame joins the Big Ten within the next seven years, CBS, Fox, and NBC will all know exactly how much money they would have to pay the Big Ten in rights fees, you know, TV rights fees going forward if Notre Dame is added to that mix because their new contracts, the ones that they just announced last week, all have that amount spelled out. Hmm. Not only that, Notre Dame is the only school that has specific escalators mentioned by name in those new contracts. So what do you think all this could mean, Vince? So as I started reading this, I was like, oh, here we go. But then I digested it for a second. And what it means to me is that the Big Ten wants Notre Dame. That's not new news to me. I mean, it's not like they had to ask Notre Dame's permission to put them into this contract. This this is a, you know, if I did a, a prenup with my wife and I was like, well, if Heather Locklear asks me out on a date, then I can go. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. what it feels like to me. Like, this is a, not a hall pass. <laughs> right. This is a pie in the sky. If this happens, then this is what's going to happen. Right. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. This isn't something that they talk to Notre Dame about. This is the Big Ten wanting Notre Dame and thinking that they're powerful enough to get Notre Dame. And if that happens, this is what happens. So I don't think it means anything as a Notre Dame fan or as far as Notre Dame's independence or any of that. I just think it means the Big Ten wants Notre Dame. That's what I think. Yes, for the whole Notre Dame is on the verge of jumping into the arms of the Big Ten crowd. I would just pump the brakes on right. that. I don't think that's this what this is an indication of. What Here's how I interpret this. One, from what the initial reports were, there was at least some discussion between Kevin Warren and Notre Dame about joining the Big Ten, and there were reports on the record that says Notre Dame wants to, you know, evaluate where it is and and try to remain independent going forward. So none of that has changed. All this does is spell out for everyone involved, including Notre Dame, because I think Notre Dame, like even though these dollar figures have not been released publicly, I think that with this included in those contracts, that gives Notre Dame some information on, okay, mm -hmm. this is this is what we're shooting for with our right. TV contract it gives them a number and you know the other side of this as well is 
with NBC being involved in this new Big Ten deal that's going to start here in a couple of years, you know, again, there was a lot of instant speculation. Well, NBC is going to be part of this Big Ten package. So maybe that means that Notre Dame just rolls into that. NBC didn't shell out $350 million a year not to keep Notre Dame as part of its deal. They did it because they want college football doubleheaders. They wanted to add right. to what they had. They didn't want it to be an either-or situation. If Notre Dame joins the Big Ten, then NBC potentially gets some of those Notre Dame games every now and then. You know, they you know, like they're gonna have the primetime Big Ten package, but they, you know, there's there's no guarantee that they get them more than once a year or twice a year, whereas now they get them seven Saturdays, plus they can have Big Ten. Right. They wanted double headers. You know, they wanted the shoulder programming that they right. talked about. They wanted the Big Ten in addition to Notre Dame. They, not, and they didn't not want to be dark to replace Notre Dame. Notre Dame. You know what yes. I mean? They didn't want to be dark, which there was no college football on NBC when Notre Dame's on the road, right? Yes. I mean, I get it. And I just realized for the video people, I was doing a lot of hand talking <laughs> once again, but I'm I'm good at that. But you know, the bottom line in this whole thing is I just think that this gives everyone a dollar amount so everyone is aware if Notre Dame were to join that this is this you know this is what this is what the TV networks would be paying this is what the payout to the schools are going to be and it just kind of gives everyone an idea of what yeah. that is going to look like because again Notre Dame is is the prize package in this whole Absolutely. thing and this is a 7 year deal that they're signing. So if Notre Dame were to join within the next seven years, obviously that affects everyone's bottom line that that they're trying to get out of this whole agreement. hundred percent. And I I think your point of it gives Notre Dame a number is even more spot on with this whole thing. Notre Dame knows exactly what that number is in this contract. I guarantee you Jack Swarbrick knows what that number is. And if he doesn't know, he will know it very quickly. And so now he knows now he knows what number he needs to get from whatever TV deal uh, you know, that he's looking after. And he doesn't need to match that number because he's still at Notre Dame. He just right. needs to be in the neighborhood of that number because he's still getting a kickback from the ACC. So you, know, you don't have to hit that exact number, but at least now you're like, okay, here's where we're at. That's right. where we, we need to be in the neighborhood. That lets you know at least like, yeah. okay, if we were to join the Big Ten, we're going to be getting this. Right. But, you know, so again, it's like, so how much do we realistically need to be shooting for to try to keep this on our own versus how much more would we be making if we were in the big, you know, those kind of things. Right. So trade coffee sent us two new flavors after my wife filled out their quiz. Big city French roast from Joe coffee, New York city and black velvet from atomic coffee roasters in Massachusetts. The black velvet was a dark roast with a note of burnt sugar, graham cracker and malted milk balls was a very rich but smooth flavor that reminded her a bit of her favorite dessert, creme brulee. The Big City French roast was also a dark roast, which is right up my wife's alley. And it was flavored with burnt sugar, baking chocolate, and roasted almonds. The smell in the kitchen while she was preparing a cup of coffee put a smile on my face, and she said the taste was even better and sweeter. And she didn't pick these flavors. They were chosen by trade after she filled out a short quiz. You gotta give this a try. And Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best-tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. 
Trade's coffee team actually taste tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you and Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. Trade is so confident they'll match you right the first time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send you a brand new bag for free. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping and handling when you go to drinktrade.com forward slash Irish. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com forward slash Irish and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com forward slash Irish for $30 off. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, fill in the blank on this next one. It's blank that Xavier Watts said this about his new wide receivers coach, Chancey Stuckey, yesterday when Watts spoke with the media. Quote, he knows what he's talking about. I've already learned so much stuff that I never really learned. I was really raw. I was a really raw receiver, but just learning the stuff already from him, he's definitely really technical, detailed, and some of the stuff he does. So I really like that about him. End quote. Again, that is Xavier Watts. This is right up there with Chase Claypool's comments after he went to rookie minicamp with the Steelers saying, wow, I learned a ton about how to be a wide receiver in like four days. Okay. <laughs> right. That told me everything I needed to know about the wide receiver coaching at Notre Dame. And this just backs it up. I mean, how long has Xavier Watts been a wide receiver at Notre Dame? Less than a week. And he's already talking about how much he's learned as a wide receiver. He was recruited at Notre Dame to play receiver, if I'm not mistaken. Okay? I believe so. I mean, come on. What more do we need to know at this point? I mean, I it just – it backs up my thoughts on the previous regime, and then it also backs up my thoughts on Chancey Stuckey and how he's coaching these guys up, and both of them make me very happy. It's incredible because, like, when you look at Chancey Stuckey and how young he is, you know, that's that was the biggest knock on this guy. Well – He's young. He's relatively inexperienced. He really hasn't even coached the position that long. You know, he played in the NFL for a little bit, obviously played at Clemson. But, you know, I think kind of that that connection about the Dabo back to Dabo Sweeney kind of says a lot because Sweeney is known as a details guy and Chancey Stuckey is very big on the details as well. And just the fact that you had this wide receivers coach, you had these defections over the last few years, guys transferring out. We saw the play on the field that was, you know, 
it was up and down. And, and to me, really, it was guys, you know, when they when they were succeeding, they were succeeding by sheer ability a lot of times, just like what they had. There was not there was very little detail in what they were doing and you could see it. And to hear a guy like Xavier Watts say this, you know, he also said right now that he actually kind of, you know, enjoys playing defense a little bit more. I'm curious to see with some more time under Chancey Stuckey versus what he had before, if maybe he's feeling a little bit differently by the end of the season, like, Hey, maybe I want to stay at receiver now. Well, and, and I also wonder how, the snaps during a game are going to affect his, you know, decision-making as well. The path to getting on the field, a wide receiver is a heck of a lot more wide open than the path to getting mm-hmm. on the field as a safety right now. Yeah. So he's going to play as a wide receiver. So let's see how that looks. Concur. Concur. <laughs> okay. Former Chicago bull Horace Grant is going to auction off all four of his NBA championship rings. The first three were with the Chicago Bulls, of course. The last one was with the LA Lakers more than 20 years ago at this point. So it's blank when you hear about former pro athletes auctioning off stuff like this. It is so incredibly sad to me, to be honest with you. Uh, I didn't think that Horace Grant, I thought he, he had a pretty good head on his shoulders and that he would have been able to, you know, I mean, he made life changing money. Let's be honest, made life-changing money that could have affected right. him and generations behind him in a positive manner. I don't know the reasoning for auctioning off his stuff. My guess is he needs the money, right? And so I, I mean, I don't want to speculate too much, but it makes But me I mean, let's be honest. Like that's exact, you know, like when you right. hear about players doing it, that's what right. you assume. You know, some of them come out and say it. That but that's what you assume. It's, it's like they're broke and they need the money, you know. It's incredibly sad that that's the case that I will say that because you know you me most of the people in the chat not we're not living paycheck to paycheck but at the same time we're making it work and we're smart with our money and we're, we're doing all of these things to take care of our families and he's about to make what three hundred and fifty thousand dollars on some memorabilia like can you imagine if somebody handed you a three hundred fifty thousand dollar check you want to talk about life-changing money that would be for me you know what I mean and like right that's just to keep him afloat, probably, which is just sad. It's just sad. I'm sorry. Yeah. It makes me sad. That's the first word that came to mind for me as well is just sad. You know, yeah. it's like because like this guy got to live out virtually every sports fan's dreams. You know, like one, he got to play with Michael Jordan, and two, <laughs> he got to win three championships with Michael Jordan and, and be a huge factor in those championships as well as the power forward for those Bulls teams. And now all these years later, like what, like not even 30 years late, you know, after the run, he's talking about auctioning these things off and the bulls rings are expected to go for over a hundred grand each, Crazy. I guess, you know, I'll be, I'll be curious to see, like, if someone were to try to buy the whole set, you know, how, how, how it's going to end up going. But I, I would think that, that like they would command more money almost as a set as opposed to doing them individually because then it's like it kind of devalues them it seems like if you know if they're going individually the Lakers one's only expected to go for around 40 grand he won that one with Kobe and and Shaq back in the day in the early 2000s I I honestly didn't even realize that I remember that he was didn't he go did he go with Shaq was he with Shaq with the magic or was he there to replace Shaq 
I believe he was with Shaq. That's what I, thought. I thought it was a with situation. And then they ended up together, yeah, again okay. with the Lakers. I think that's – I'm pretty sure that's how it went off the top of my head. But, yeah, I mean, it's just like – I just I just, I, I just hate seeing these guys having to do this because, like you said, he made really good – obviously the contracts are even bigger now, but it's like – it's like – like Still. Cecil Fielder, you know, blew through everything. The guy was broke. And then, you know, like he and Prince Fielder hated each other when Prince was an adult and playing in the big leagues. And just, you know, I, I think it went beyond just being broke, but it's just, you know, you just, you just hate to see this kind of stuff because, because yeah. this is, the, you know, those are, are just the memories of some of the best, at least professional times of your life if you're a professional right. athlete. And I hate to see these guys have to, have to, you know, resort to selling this kind of stuff. Well, and he, he, I, you know, quick Google search, $68 million career earnings, 68 million. It's a wow. lot of money. That ain't chunk change. I almost feel like you have to try to blow that kind of money. Like you got to really put the effort in to spend that kind of money. I don't, I mean, I, I don't know, man, I guess it's because I'm eating, you know, dollar meals for lunch and stuff like that, <laughs> but swapping your coupons. Yeah, or... <laughs> absolutely, man. You got to make it work. Five kids. <laughs> okay, so if you could pick one player's championship ring to have, who would it be? You know, and this is going to sound probably expected or cliche or however you want to go it, but it's it's Anthony Rizzo's uh, Cubs 2016 World Series. I was Series. thinking it was going to be a Cub for you. I was trying to figure out who it would be. Yep, it's it's the Riz or 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 David Ross because he was my favorite player. I do have my World Series David Ross jersey, so I mean that that it's it's definitely could be that. Uh, I mean, look, man, I have just to yeah, I know this is a podcast as well, but see, I've got the World Series right there, the World Series ring. Nice. Uh, one of the coaches came and spoke uh, in town, and he had his World Series ring, and you were able to go up and touch it, and I took a picture of it, man. It's been my background for what like seven years now or whatever. Like that is I would. Oh, to have my hands on that, that'd be beautiful. So you're going to Anthony Rizzo, Chicago Cubs, 2016. I like I that one. I am. I, I, I've got to go back to my childhood, and I'm just going to go with my man, Roger Staubach. I would yeah. take Super Bowl twelve, Roger Staubach, Captain America, beat uh, the Denver Broncos in the Orange Crush. Sorry, Brian Driscoll. In uh, Super Bowl twelve. <laughs> Was Brian even born at that point? Is he that old? Which I mean, year? What's that? What year? That was uh, 1977. Uh, I think, Bear, I think that might be the year he was born. Actually. Okay, so he doesn't remember that anyway. He doesn't have, like, any foul memories of, no. of Super Bowl twelve. I remember – I rem I still remember watching that, you know, obviously, and then getting my Sports Illustrated and co-MVPs, Randy White, Harvey Martin on the cover of Sports Illustrated – you know, the next week and all that. I was homesick from school when when that came. I remember that. But I would take the Roger Staubach ring from that game. That that would be uh, that 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 was his final Super Bowl championship. So that's the one. That's the one that I would want. Nice, love yes. it. Okay, fill in the blank. It's blank that the amount of time from 1980 to the present, 2022, is the same amount of time as 1938. To 1980. Did you pick this date? These dates on purpose? I will say, I saw this on Twitter and okay. it blew my mind. Somebody tweeted this yeah. and it blew my mind. Yeah. 
and I wanted to see what you thought about it. Because I just happened to be born in 1980. Exactly. So that's why this one is because I saw it on Twitter too a few weeks ago. Okay. I just saw it like yesterday, I think. It my mind literally exploded. <laughs> I mean, because look, I'm a history guy. Grew up, right. I mean, I, I was a history teacher the whole nine, right? And I was born in 1980. And when I think back to 1938, think about how much has transpired in that amount of time, right? You had a world war, we had the Vietnam War, we had all these different, you know, all of these different things, the Korean conflict, um, all, all that stuff, right? Uh, the 60s. Well, yeah, I mean, like between between you know. 38 and 80, yeah. you had you had World War II, yep. you had, as you said, Korea, Korea. You had Vietnam, yep. and then you know, like then, like you start thinking about all these different like sports things, as well. Right. You know, you had like the you know like Miracle on Ice, and you sure. had Mark Spitz, and you know Bruce Jenner, and all these different things happened in that period of time. Well, and, and I just think about like the decades of like the '60s and the '70s because it was before I was born, right? Yeah. Think of that differently than I do psychedelics where I grew <laughs> up. Like I grew up in the 80s and the 90s, and like that doesn't I don't know because I lived it, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago, right? But it was 42 years ago now, and it just it makes me feel incredibly old and it doesn't feel right. That's what I will say. It doesn't yes. feel yes. That's I, I knew it would hit you because of the, you know, like you said, your birth year being 1980. But that was just I, like I never like the 42 years since 1980. OK, but then like to think about it in the terms yeah. of, like you said, that 1938 is the same distance away. And every once in a while you see these kind of things. It's and literally the that one just was happening in 1938. Because right. <laughs> like 1980, I had just become a teenager myself. You know, right. so it's it's yeah. it's like that that's that's kind of that was like a pivotal. It was a year before we you know we moved from one city to another one, and you know, like transitioning middle school into high school. And so I always kind of think about you know that period of time, like where things were then. Yes, and, and absolutely, you know, again, like you think, okay, forty two years, but then you go, oh, but then forty two years the other way. That's just yeah. and and just, look, a lot has happened since nineteen eighty. A lot has happened since 1980, whether it be from a personal standpoint or whether it be from a world or a United States standpoint, you know, all of that stuff, obviously. It's just, it doesn't compute the same because I lived through it as opposed to it being in the history books. That's right. the difference. Right. From Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. 
Okay, last question tonight. Streaming platforms have obviously popular, popularized binge-watching TV shows. My question, do you prefer to binge-watch, or do you like doing the once-a-week TV format, you know, that, again, for someone 42 years old plus, grew up with? Yes, well, that's it. That is what we grew up with, right? And that, if you would have told me maybe 10 years ago, I would have said the week-to-week, -week because that's what I knew, and that's how it went, and you... You know, Wednesday was this and Thursday was this and Friday was this. And that's how you that's how you lived your life. Like, yeah, you knew when you came home by the TV school. schedule. That's yes. right. What day of the week it was. That's, right. that's why I hated when the time would change because the TV schedules would change an hour different. Right. Because that's how it used to be. Like we didn't change our clocks, but the right. TV schedule would change. It was terrible. It was that's just true. Terrible. So the 10 o'clock news became the 11 o'clock news. And then Monday night football was on later. And it was just it was terrible. But anyway. Now I am a 100% binge watcher, 100%. My wife yells at me all the time because that's I'll, I'll find a series and I will binge watch the crap out of it straight. Um, you know, watch a couple episodes a day. Like that's my binge watching, right? I watch right. it go to bed, you know, that kind of a thing or whatever. I'm pretty busy during the day, but I'll binge watch it all the seasons and then I'll move on to something else like that. I can't wait week to week to week and the, the cliffhangers and all of that i, I don't have that kind See, of patience anymore th and that's that's exactly what i thought that you would say it's like your patience is so oh, low it's so like it's low. like come on i just want it now Dude, and like I've, so you know, I've got other friends like that as well and like me i actually you know like i just got done watching better call saul for example and i yeah. watched you know breaking bad before that like the same formula and i actually like the week to week, you know, the build up, the suspense, and it's like, oh, I've got to wait a week for the next yes. episode. Yeah. Like in the moment, it seems horrible, but it's actually fun because then it's like, okay, it's Friday, it's only three more days, and then yeah. you know, Monday, Saul's going to be on again. You know, now that's over, you know, so I got to wait for the next show. But there have been other shows like that as well, and like part of the part of the fun of it now as well is like listening to different podcasts that yeah. go with those shows right. like they're talking about it and so you kind of get to you know like they you know they go in depth about some of your different shows and different theories and all that sure. kind of stuff it's it, you know they'll now there are shows that i'll binge as well but like even my wife and i like on some of the stuff that we'll find on the streamers we'll actually you know like you know, we might like if it's a sitcom we might go back to back for two episodes sure. but really we we kind of space it out so that we have stuff to watch so that we're not just totally. like blowing it all in two nights well and that's you know so. so there's the other thing i can't watch episodes and series with my wife can't do it she will never sit down and find the time to watch anything with me so i get so frustrated that i'll just stop watching whatever series that is or i'll binge it on my own and not tell her which that's you're treading on some real shaky ice there so i don't even start anything with her because it just never never happens so yeah. i just do it on my own and you know so golden says lost is the best show that he's ever binged and i watched lost when it was on tv so we had to do it week to week but then a couple years ago you know like speaking of the podcast thing this is where i first kind of picked up like the podcast talking about shows this one podcast was doing a rewatch of lost so i've got the whole dvd set my wife got me the whole dvd set like the christmas after the show went off the year. I had never watched the whole thing and I always wanted to do a rewatch. So I found this podcast and I start watching episodes, listening to episodes oh, of the podcast and it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, yeah. no, I, I, you know, I've been watched, binge watched many shows. I will tell you 
it's kind of the similar thing that you just did. They were doing a podcast called Zach to the Future, right? So this, okay. this shows that I was an 80s, 90s kid, right? Back to, the, I mean, uh, uh, Say by the Bell with Zach Morris, you know, the whole thing. Well, him and a guy were going through and they were doing each episode all the way through because he couldn't remember even taping them or what they were about or whatever. Uh, Mark Paul Gossler is who I'm talking about. And they would go through okay. every single episode. So I was kind of going back and watching every episode. And it was that was very interesting. Yellowstone from our, our comment right there. That's a great show, by the way. I don't know if you've I've heard good things about it. I have not. It's one that we've talked about. And I want to say good one. It's on Peacock. I looked it up. Yeah, I looked it up on. Oh, it's on Peacock. Okay, because well, I, I think it's on multiple places. But where I can watch it is on Peacock. See, because I tried on my my TV service. You know, like a lot of shows are right. on demand, and I looked it up, and they only had like one season on demand. It was like season three, or I can't remember which season it was. So, yeah, obviously, if we do it, I want to do it from the beginning. Absolutely, so. and it haven't solved that yet. There are some. Uh, very graphic things in that show, but so it's not something okay. you watch kids. Well, my okay. kids are older, uh, but my kids, that's not a kid show by any stretch, but it is a very good show. There is no question. Yep. All right. Hey. A lot of good, a lot of good show suggestions that we're getting out of the, uh, the binge Cobra Kai. Yeah. Like that, that's one, that's one that we did within the it, last couple of years. Exactly. I think we both did that one. So yeah, we did. All right, Derek says Sean will be wearing a cowboy hat for watching. You might be right about that. Good. It's a good show. That's right. That's right. All right, great stuff as always. First uh, IB Nation Sports Talk mailbag show that we had tonight. We had a lot of great questions. We might just do it again in the near future. Absolutely. I'm here think? for it. I'm here for All right. it. All right, we're going to wrap it up with that. Don't forget, hit that like button. Rate, review, subscribe, all that great stuff. We appreciate it. It helps out Irish Breakdown quite a bit. And uh, Tyler, thank you as well. We'll, uh, of course, have two more shows this week. And I should mention, this Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, we're going to have our first game day show. We're going to do kind of a preseason game day show. Every Saturday morning at 10, Vince and I are going to have a, a Notre Dame game, but we haven't come up with an official name of the show yet but uh, we're gonna have basically you know pre-game game day type show 10 o'clock every Saturday morning right here on the old channel uh, we're gonna do we're gonna start with this Saturday morning at 10 o'clock kind of doing a season preview and and that kind of thing so we'll have our first Saturday show 10 o'clock this Saturday morning it's gonna be a lot of fun make sure you guys show show up it's gonna be a different kind of a pre-game show than a lot of other people are doing and uh we're gonna have it at the same time every Saturday, which is going to be different. So 10 to noon right. every Saturday that there's a Notre Dame game, but including next Saturday. So including this Saturday yeah. as well. Yep. yep that's exactly. right. So make sure you guys tune in because it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait for the season to kick off. It seems like as we get closer, time starts to slow down. That's what it feels like. To but it does. All right. We will talk to you tomorrow. Then in the meantime on IB nation sports talk.
I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.